Welcome. Hey everybody, hey everybody, welcome to our show. Yeah, <laughs> welcome to the Can We Talk Sports Show. Thank you for joining with us another night. Excuse me, guys. I think your phone's is your Please phone remember to follow us and YouTube at Can We Talk Sports. Make sure you subscribe to our show. Give us a thumbs up, guys. Listen, like, like, share, share, tag, tag. Listen, it's the hottest show going down. Let's go. How y'all doing, ladies? Good. <laughs> I'm doing good. How y'all doing? Great. Great. So, look, let me introduce myself. I'm Arisha, a.k.a. Icy of Icy Fashion. I'm uh, Carmen, a.k.a. Mama D. And I am Kawashika. Kawashika. <laughs> Welcome everybody. We tonight so, have a we tonight yeah. will be having a special guest tonight. We will be having yeah. a former um women's pro football athlete on the show um, by the name of Stephanie Jackson. She's a female pro football player. I'm so excited to have Steph on the show. I'm really excited. I have some good, I have some questions for her. But you guys, what'd you do this week? Have you had a busy week? I have. <laughs> I, I what'd you do, Arisha? I'm, I'm jet lag. I've been in Kansas, University of Kansas. We went to the football game this weekend to um, see uh, University of Kansas play. They played Baylor and got slaughtered. But Ooh. this shoe, this shoe, this too shall pass. <laughs> yes, absolutely. So, did you fly into Lawrence or did you fly into oh Kansas, Kansas City. City? Yeah, they don't yeah. have an airport in Lawrence, so it's like a forty-five minute drive. Yeah, but I know you can also fly into Manhattan too, which is not quite as far. I think as Kansas City. Really. Mm -hmm. Oh, I didn't know mm -hmm. that. I need to check you that out. You can fly into Manhattan. Mm -hmm. Wow. Is it, yes. That's close to Lawrence, Kansas? That's mm -hmm. closer? Manhattan is where K-State is. Yeah. Right. It's, yeah. Yeah. I, I do believe it's closer to Lawrence than Kansas City is. I've been going over there for almost going on two years now. And I, they never gave me that option. Wow. Oh, okay. What about you? It's a smaller you? airport. Before you get to me, listen, guys, listen, she not telling y'all everything. Listen, <laughs> <I knew you. laughs> listen honey, listen, Arisha, listen, she she cooked them some lobster tails. What? Oh, my God. Them, show them. No, just tell them what you cook for them babies because it looks so delicious. <laughs> I, my son sent me a text before I got there and said, Mom, you still coming this week, right? I was like, yeah. He said, can you make us some lobster tails, asparagus, and some steak? Ooh. I said, oh, you, you're hungry, huh? And I complained, but I went there and I made it. Yes. <laughs> awesome. You did. Surf and, and turf. Then, yeah, and then so on my way leaving, I had went ahead and got up and made them some turkey burgers. They're like my famous gourmet turkey burgers and i made like two big pans of them am i what are you a side chef girl don't be telling people that that's why people that's why a bunch of kids around here calling me mama now <laughs> them kids is over pot. <laughs> yes, yes, yes it looks so delicious i can cook yeah oh, i can cook but, but I only no. made them lobster tails. That was just my second time making them. My daughter is the one that's chefing right now. And I kind of experimented with them one day when Jordan was home for, for a break. Mm -hmm. And I guess I did good because so, he requested them again. Yes. They look yeah. they look so delicious. But yes, ma'am, this weekend I was able to watch the game, of course, on TV, Fox 4. Um mm -hmm. USC played Washington State, so I kind of chill and watch the game. Okay, it's, it's it's amazing because they was losing at first. Now, yeah, again, remember we have the new the new coach. Yeah, and, oh, we was losing at first, and then just it was just like a shift, and oh my God, we beat the mess out of Washington State. Really? Oh, I didn't get to see. Oh, good. Yes, I'm excited. Good. That coach, okay. yeah, 
kind of like Coach Mathis, Icy. Yeah. Is he? Yeah. Oh, that's good. So, uh, I'm looking forward to this week coming up. But, yeah, I just laid back and watched the game. And that's it. I had a little break. So, that's it for me. That, the new coach, he needed a good win. That's good he for did. him. His first oh, yeah. win. So, you know, he had to show <laughs> out. Because he was like, uh-uh. Uh-uh. You could see him. They show when he was, like, telling them, no, we're going to oh, win. Really? Game. <laughs> oh really? <laughs> we gonna That's win good. this game. So what was the final score? Was it a close game? Oh no! Let me see. Forty-four to fourteen. Oh okay. Oh, yeah, wow. I didn't get to watch uh, oh, them this week. We was. Well, that sounds like the Baylor and KU. Yeah, score. it was down like <laughs> big time, and I was like, wow, forty-four. Yes, forty-four to fourteen. And then, that, think... uh, of course, the freshman quarterback, he did a great job. Oh, he's a freshman. Okay. Yeah. I think this actually was his first game. And, and of course, my son did a great job. But overall, just amazing how they Did he get some kickoff returns? You know what? They just won't kick it to my baby. Because <laughs> they know. They know he's going to take it better. Yeah. So, yeah. but we, we it's coming. Breakthrough, baby. It's coming. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm getting excited. Oh, I can't wait to see that girl. I can't wait. But what you about know you, Carmen? What did you do? Oh, I'm yeah. sorry, Kawashka. Go ahead. No, she good. I, I, you know what? I didn't do much this weekend. I watched my nephew on TV. We had to, like, watch it on well, ESPN Plus. And, um, yeah, my mom is blind, and she's in Kansas, so I have to get it on the TV, on the app, and then call her and then turn it all the way up as loud as it'll go so she can listen to it and, wow. and listen to her grandbaby. So yeah, that's what I, and then we went to a swimming party uh, in the evening. Yeah, had a quiet weekend. Oh, okay. But yeah, okay. I got my football fill in. That's yeah. good. Yes. And then I watched those cowboys. Did you? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, cowboys on Sunday? Yeah. I was at the airport. I missed the whole game. You were yeah, flying. Yeah. Yeah. It was a it was a good game. That's good. Let's go, cowboys. Let's go. They gotta well, keep it up. I'm telling mm -hmm. you. Let's go ahead and get into the hot topic of tonight, right? Mm -hmm. And this is about allowing your kids to play whatever sport they want to. Um, you know, don't live the dream through your kids and um, are you? Yeah, basically your kids. So we have a a video, a short clip video. Video, tune in. Go Let's ahead. get started. So the first do is to do allow your athletes to choose whatever sport they want to choose. Now listen, I get it. Most parents want their athlete to play a sport that either they played or a sport that at least the parents are interested in or that they even enjoy watching. But unfortunately, sometimes it just doesn't work out that way and we have to be supportive. You, as the parent, have to be supportive of that decision. The first don't is don't try to relive your glory days through your athletes. Just because you wanted to be or you were a very successful athlete who had a great career, your athlete isn't your clone. And that means that they may very well not have the same level of success. Wow. That's good. Yeah, he said your athlete is not your clone. <laughs> <laughs> well, honestly, I mean, I have heard the stories of, you know, the parents trying to live their dreams through their kids. Um, yeah. And, and, and it's, and it's out there. It's real. That's real. That's yeah. No problem. <laughs> you know, and just be honest and with ourselves, but there are some that's not me personally, just want to see my kids live out their dreams. Yeah. Uh, and of course, you know, I grew up in, 
football, um, watching it with my my late grandfather and my uncles. They took me to games. So it's it's like a family football, basketball, like really all sports, honestly. And so it just it just seemed like it was just destined for when my children came up age, it was like they can play football, you know, mm-hmm. wasn't a forced thing. And it was like, they was just, it was just like go time. And so, and then I had learned that like, even one of my uncles, he was a, a track coach and my uncle played basketball. So it's kind of more of a family thing. Like we, it's just all around us, but yes, I have heard the stories and, and even, um, you know, if a parent played football before and then their children end up playing football or any other sports, you know, it could be destined. It could be. Right. That's you know? true. You know, the force of you're going to be like me and all of that. Now, that's toxic. Mm-hmm. Let them do yeah. what they want to do or play whatever sports. Now, my youngest son, he was playing. That's my third son, Jeremiah. He was playing sports for Carter up until his 10th grade year. And he just was like, after the 10th grade year, he was like, I don't want to play no more. And we kept saying, why? 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 We just didn't know. And he was like, well, I want to be a lawyer. Guess what? I had to respect that. Mm. I had to respect that. I couldn't push it. But he, you know, I just wanted to know why. Why? But I couldn't, you know. So it it happens. And that's my take on it. Don't force it. Right. They have to love what they're doing and they have to um you know, they have to um if they not enjoying it, they're not gonna give a hundred percent. And I've seen some parents that kind of force people some of their kids to be involved with, you know, some support. You could just tell the kid wasn't in it. I can understand trying to let a kid find their way you know you you say okay you have to do something you're not gonna just sit at home and play video games all day <clears throat> you know you, you're gonna work you're gonna do something at the church or you're gonna go <laughs> you know play some sports but um i i say at least try to give them an opportunity to find their glitch because sometimes if they don't try it they won't know they have it or they don't know that they enjoy it you know what i mean but one rule of thumb i have for my kids if you go try out for a team and make it, you cannot quit. You have to right. fulfill that season up. You ain't going to be in a habit of quitting or just because you're tired or just because you're mad, you're not going to quit. So my kids, I always tell them, if you know you might tr- make the team and you don't want to do it the whole season or the whole year, don't go over there and try out because I'm not going to let you quit. And then you're not going to half step while you're playing. So that was just like one of the models of my kids. And that kind of, because I felt like that was a life lesson too. You know what I'm saying? It went outside of, uh, it went outside of um, sports. Just because you don't like something don't mean you just go up and quit. So that mm-hmm. that's what my kids have brought, been brought up on, my girls and my boys. So I agree. I agree, Alicia. Um, I had the two girls first. So the oldest one, she was very athletic. She was going to play every sport they let her play. Um, Mm -hmm. And I encouraged that. I wanted her to do well. But my middle daughter, um, she's more of like a dancer. And she was really tall. Both of them are six foot. But my middle daughter, she wanted to be a cheerleader. And mind you, my daughter had just got a full ride scholarship at the University of Louisiana Monroe. Um, and she had just left to go play volleyball um, at ULM. And my daughter, the middle daughter was like, mm, I don't, I don't want to play volleyball. I want to be a varsity cheerleader. And at the time you couldn't do both because yeah. You know, during volleyball, they were traveling and stuff and varsity cheerleaders. They needed to be that Friday night game. So you couldn't do both. And my husband was like, what is going on? What is with this cheerleading stuff? And I had I told him, I'm like, my children will never say to me, I wanted to be a cheerleader, but my parents didn't let me. Like, I I never want to be that parent to where I kept them from doing something that they really wanted to do. So I'm like, no, she come cheer. So, right. you know, she cheered 
And she really enjoyed it. She loved it. Then the next year she went back to volleyball, but you know, that volleyball was not her passion. Dancing right. and cheerleading was her passion. And, you know, you just got to let them, you got to let them find themselves. And like he said, not try to live through them or not be like, uh, cheerleading is not going to get you a scholarship. So, you know, right. you got to let them do what they need to do. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think that that's some good information. Some people need to type, maybe tap into themselves and find out. Or sometimes you have to sit with your kids and ask them, hey, what is it that you want? If they're not doing anything, find out what it is that they want to do. You know, so, you know, if they don't have anything in particular that they want to do, then maybe introduce them to something to do, you know. And if it's not sports, it's not sports, but find a glitch or something for them to real, you know, you got to, they have to somehow, because some kids are like introverts and they may need to, you know, they may need to um, figure it out. You know what I mean? They may just don't exactly. know or they're too shy. And so maybe you have to bring it out of them because you don't know. And I, you never know how yeah, much I love somebody sitting on. I love what Steph said, our guest. She's like, he can do both, law and sports. So I love that. Read yeah. that. I was like, yes, thank you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yes. Right. So speaking of Steph, right. oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Kawashka. You have something else you want to add to that? Right. Yes, ma'am. I was just going to say you can go into uh, sports, sports uh, management. Management, yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, mm -hmm. so so um, thank Sports you for management. Yeah. Uh, Miss Steph. Yes, ma'am. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, and being an agent and all that plays a lot of agents are lawyers. So you could still be in that field that he loves. Um and, exactly. and still affiliated with some sports, you know, because most a lot of lawyers are agents. Mm -hmm. But yeah, so while we're at it, guys, speaking of that, we're uh our guests, we have a special guest, as I mentioned earlier. Her name is Stephanie Jackson. She's a pro football female football player and she's here to um we're here to welcome her to the platform for our can we talk sports and and have a little fun with steph you see the drip yeah i'm fitted up hop in my car and get it up secure the bag yeah i get the bus like a hysterical laugh. We <laughs> sat down with four of the women to talk about breaking through football's gender barrier. Big picture, I like to be a GM, then a majority owner, and win a few Super Bowls. What's up, everybody? I am Steph Jackson. I am a two-time women's pro football champion, and I am an NFL females and flag ambassador. Wow. Wow, that's awesome. Hey. Wow. Uh, Welcome, Steph. I keep muting myself. What's up, y'all? <laughs> hey, We're how are you so doing? excited. <laughs> Listen, football and female football, like, that's amazing. So, exactly. Steph, we play a game called Would You Rather. So, I'm going to start it off. Would you rather... Would you rather receive flowers or go on a date? You know, like what? it's your birthday. Flowers. Oh, good. oh the date. Where were we eating at? <laughs> <laughs> See, what? I was going I for do I was going for both. Like yeah. I don't do flowers. You can keep the flowers. I don't even know why people smell flowers. They all smell like grass to me. I don't <laughs> I don't get it. You know it. what? Deep we down inside, I think the same thing sometimes. We know that as women, come on. Come on. We'd be like, oh, but then you'd be like, yeah, you're exactly. right. Yeah. You just, you just said the things you. everybody is scared to say. <laughs> <laughs> she said, <laughs> they smell like grass. I love it. They smell like grass. So, look, my would you weather question is. Would you rather be Batman or Spider-Man? 
Ooh, Batman. Okay, give me high five through the thing. Yo, my mom, no, my mom really, we superhero people. So, I mean, Marvel, we get deep in it too. It's, it gets real in my, in my, in my mom's house. It get real. So, Did you ever pretend? You said what? Did you ever pretend to be one of them growing up? Did I ever pretend? I'm still a superhero. What you mean? Oh my God. <laughs> what you mean growing up? Did you ever pretend? Literally, I'm a superhero. I think oh I just changed my Instagram profile from like superhero. I'm I'm oh like a real life superhero. Like I walk around like that. Like I... oh, well, y'all don't. <laughs> Back in the That's day, I think I did. Back in the day, I did. I was such a tomboy, so bad. I no, to... listen, you still a superhero. You tripping? Okay, I, I'm yeah. a superhero mom that cook a whole bunch yes. of food. And go to football games and make dresses and get yeah. wedding gowns. That is superhuman yes. strength. It's exactly. Superwoman. We're all superheroes. <laughs> Superwoman. <laughs> That's a good one. So, yeah. Definitely, definitely Batman. Uh, first of all, he rich. Second of all, <laughs> his superpower is that he's rich. Third of okay. all, Spider-Man is a prepubescent uh peeping Tom. <laughs> no, I'm good. You can thank my mom for that. Oh my goodness. Like Spider-Man's just the peeping Tom. And I'm like, <laughs> oh okay. well. I like Spider-Man. I did. I like the movies. I like the actual movie. Yeah, the movies are good. They do a really good job with the movies, especially right. putting the Iron Man together with, with Spider-Man. That was perfect mm -hmm. because you know that gives them some credence. But other than that, man, you in New York City. Hanging outside of buildings, bruh. <laughs> All right. We lived in New York for a little while. Like, I, I love New York. Ain't nobody going to take that from Spider-Man. I'm just, just be honest. <laughs> he going to get beat up one day. <laughs> so, would you rather live in a zoo or the jungle? On the jungle? A yeah. zoo? Wow. Zoos ain't right. I'm 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 straight jungle. Like I'm. <laughs> you can't put a superhero behind a cage. Mm -mm. That's right. Exactly. You show sure right. Good point. Good point. That's like saying, do you want to just be a nine to fiver or entrepreneur? Wow. You better say it. No, you know what? Shout out to the nine to fivers, though. We need them, but you can also, you know, have a little something on the side. You know? On the side. Yeah. yeah, you can do both. You can do both. Yes. She done hit something. She hit something. Listen, okay, we can wax deep, but we can stay on the surface, which y'all want to do. <laughs> We're going deep. Okay. We're going deep. They Let's are go. metal, said Jungle Love. Jungle Love. <laughs> what's, what's that old, what's that, Jungle Fever? Jungle Fever. <laughs> That got stuck between generations, so I know about the jungle. I know about all the movies, man. Look. <laughs> Jungle Fever. Oh my God. <laughs> Who had Jungle Fever? Jungle Fever. You remember Wesley Snipes? I remember. Yes. No. Was it Wesley Snipes? Wesley Snipes? No, but it was his friend. What was his name? Mm -mm, I don't remember. It was, Wesley Snipes. it was Wesley Snipes. He's a black guy, and then it was a white friend he had. And they said the white friend had Jungle Fever, right? Or was it Wesley Snipes who had Jungle Fever? Listen. You see how these would you rather questions went out of the. I know. We got us even thinking a topic. deep. It took us back. It really did. It took us back. You got us thinking, Steph. You got us really thinking over here because this came up because of you. This wasn't even the topic of the show at all. <laughs> Let's get on. I don't know why y'all brought me on. I do not stay on topic. My chicken is this short. Oh, it's Wesley. Oh, it, it was Wesley. Oh, my, what's Wesley. up, Mom? My mom said it was Wesley. Wesley, look. Oh, hey, mom. Hey, mom. Hey, mom. <laughs> well, we're gonna go ahead and get started with the first interview question, Steph. Like you said, um, when did you make the decision to play professional football? Ooh, um, I'll start with football. So football was the first sport I ever played. Like, I grew up South Louisiana. Um, there are a lot of, you know, negative things about that area, but also really good things. A lot of great athletes come out of that area. Um, and the good thing about like, 
Um, I was born in New Orleans, raised in Baton Rouge and also Greenville, Mississippi. And so in South Louisiana, if you can play sports, it don't matter. You can play sports. Like it don't matter if you a man, boy, girl, whatever, whatever. If you good, you just good. And so I grew up playing in the streets, uh, playing football. And I just had this uncanny ability to catch the ball. It was weird. Whatever they threw, I just caught it. I didn't. I had terrible sportsmanship. I'm not even going to lie. That was <laughs> my sportsmanship was horrible. And so I'm like this six-year-old girl out here arguing with her dad, talking about, I'm open. What are, what are you doing? Um, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, my arguments with my parents was always around sports. It was never like, I want to date this boy or that boy. If I was sneaking out, they knew to go back in the backyard to the basketball hoop. I probably <laughs> snuck out of the window, just go get some shots up. But uh, um, so I grew up playing football. It was the first sport ever. Moved to Greenville, Mississippi. Shout out to the Mississippi Delta. Um, played basketball for the, you know, uh, organized basketball for the first time. And you just kind of never leave your first love. And so after college, um, I moved out to Denver, Colorado, which this is where I am right now, which is funny. Uh Hilarious. My life is just. Um, so I play, I started back playing football when I was out of here in Denver. And um I played co-ed. I love playing against guys. It's just a whole nother level of competition. Um JR, wide receiver, bro. Um wide receiver. Okay, that's what my son play. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yo, like for real. And so I, I I just got hungrier and hungrier. And so like in 20, probably like 2014, I found a, uh, I moved to Jackson, Mississippi, and I found a team in Lafayette. So um, down in Acadiana. And so I was like, yo, let me go try for these people. So I could throw whatever, whatever. I do it. I was like, whatever y'all need, let's go. So I ended up making a team and Man, by my sec my first year, I played quarterback, led our team to like our first ever conference championship. And then the second year, I was like, man, I want blood. So I moved to a uh, wide receiver. And that's when we won a national championship. And so I just oh, wow. kept going and kept going. Uh, I played uh in DC. I've and um this last in 2019, I played in in Dallas. Oh so, okay. Dallas. Wow. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I remember so trying out. I tried out for a team one time out here in Dallas. I was a little younger, but yeah, I forgot the name of it and everything. But I was scared. I'm like, dang, them pads sound like they hurt. It ain't the pads that hurt. It's the women. Right. I'm just saying the noise of the pad hitting at first. You like, oh. I'm like, dang, do I want to do this? I thought I was a tomboy, but I don't know. Yeah, it, I'm, I'm still fast, but uh, listen, time, I was in my 20s still, though. I'm telling you, is I tell every every first year player, I said, listen, okay, it what it doesn't matter what you think you want, you're gonna know exactly what you want after the first hit, and then you come find me and tell me if you still want to play. <laughs> exactly. But the first hit is either gonna be like, Make wait, you be like I want more, or it's gonna be like, no, nah, fam, this ain't. This ain't it. <laughs> so you said you started football young. So were you playing with guys? Because there weren't really any girl teams back then. I mean, I was, listen, Mama D, I'm, I'm you know, uh, I'm bougie now, but I'm from the hood. So uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm bougie. I'm bougie. <laughs> so it wasn't nothing but dudes. It was just me and them. Cousins, right. cousins, brothers, yeah. uncle, daddy. Um, mm -hmm. uh, basically, you related to the whole hood. Y'all cousins, some kind of way. Yeah, it's weird <laughs> and probably pretty disgusting. But um, it was just me and them, and so I just happened to be better than a lot of them, and so they respected me. And so it was never like, "Yo, that's a girl." It was just like, "Yo, <laughs> I'm getting her first. Get yeah, out yeah, the way." And they called me Gigi, and so it was G, like, yo, that G, she just, and they knew either we going to win the game or we going to win the fight. So, <laughs> however, because you are not a win, good loser. <laughs> I don't lose. I'm just going to, uh, now I'm, praise God, I'm saved and delivered. Uh, yeah. But back in the day, I didn't lose. The girl was either going to win the game or you going to have to win the fight. <laughs> 
One way or the other, you're going to win. I kind of like that little scenario. Let me stop. That's bad. Exactly. Yeah. Don't. Yeah. That's how, especially, you know, because I, I was a tomboy too, and that's how it was. Now, my thing was beating everybody, like racing, you know, because yeah. I, I went in track, but just with my shoes out. Listen. In the, yeah. <laughs> And so, if I don't win, somebody gonna get beat up. And it'd be a <laughs> I'm telling you, you gotta win. You can't just go home taking L's now. No. <laughs> you know what? Don't think about coaching no time soon because I mean, you gonna tell your team, look, we gonna win one way or the other. Listen, and not, we gonna start a whole brawl. Now y'all going viral, and there we go. I have done that before, not as a coach, but as a player. See, I was like, oh. You gonna make me bleed my own blood. I got you after the game. <laughs> I have caused an entire brawl. I'm talking about y'all remember that Pacers Pistons brawl that yes, just broke yes. the NBA? Yeah. I had one of those in, in I had one of those in high school. And so Oh my god, you was a bad actor. They knew it was going down. I was a winner. Yeah, girl. <laughs> so look, as a former female football player. What was the most exciting thing about the sport and what was your least favorite thing? The most so the exciting most, and the least favorite. The most exciting thing was winning and uh, making big plays and hearing the crowd, yeah. um, especially a wide receiver. You always, well, you you the crowd pleaser, right? Um, mm -hmm. And then the team camaraderie. You don't really get that in life unless you play sports. And so... Um, that those are some of the best things, like just ah catching balls on people, just just the the fact that you had no limits. Like basketball, like every sport, there's a limit, and then football, I just found there was no limit, and I loved it. And so, just like throwing your body around here, there, just I used to do dumb stuff just for no reason, just flipping over people, just crazy stuff. Um, and so that was my favorite thing about the sport, just the limit, the, the the crowd, just there were no limits. I felt invincible. And then the camaraderie, even when I was fighting teammates like we, I mean, I, if Kobe Bryant was a woman before, that's who I was. It was bad. It was bad. And so I had to get delivered from a lot of things. But um, <laughs> yeah, the worst part of it, though, was the toll it takes on your body. So. I knew it was really just time to hang it up when one outweighed the other. Um, and so there's like, I don't know if any other sport has this, maybe rugby, but when you play football, there's, you take certain hits. And so there is this like coldness that comes over your body. It's weird to explain. I can't explain it. That's just kind of the only way I can explain it. And so you feel that. And sometimes you can get in an ice bath and get in the cold tub, get in the cold tub, get in the hot tub, and you good to go. Um, but when you don't want to feel that anymore, it's just like okay, the benefits of the of the game are being outweighed by what what I have to give to the game. And so that's when you know that's the worst part about it. Is that's just the worst part about it. Men, women, whatever. I don't even say female or male is just the game is the game. The game does the same thing to everybody. Now um, women do have certain body parts that need to be more protected. And so do men. Right. But yeah. as far as just that aspect of the game, man, it hurts sometimes. I'm not going to lie. It hurts. Wow. wow that's okay. So on that note, Steph, um, we're seeing colleges starting to have, um, women's football teams like where do you see that going um and how do you feel uh the like the flag teams mm-hmm mm -hmm. oh yeah, college yeah. Teams. yes yeah absolutely um it's it's actually spreading rapidly like it's crazy um and obviously i'm an nfl flag ambassador so that's one of the things that i push and um, even before then, one of my big things was I want to give girls scholarships and, you know, to play football on the next level. Because quite honestly, like, um, oh, that's a good one. <laughs> um, that's actually uh, from the uh, NFL, the, the NAIA showcase. So the NAIA is one of the older, um, they actually were more popular than, more popular than the NCAA back in the day. 
Um, and I played NAIA when I was in college. Uh, shout out to Tupelo College. But so what's happening is the NAIA kind of jumped on before the NCAA and said, hey, we're going to take about 12 to 15 schools and we're going to give girls scholarships to play football in conjunction with the NFL flag. OK. Wow. And um, this year we had the first uh, national championship. Um, shout out to the Falcons. Uh, they did an amazing job of uh, bringing it in and, and giving the girls just like the pro treatment. And um, I mean, all the way they gave them pro treatment. And so we had that at the uh, Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta. And then we had the NAI, the showcase. So it's like a, a combine for, and then you have the college coaches there, recruiters and stuff like that. And so it's just growing. Now, I don't know if they announced it. Maybe I'll spill the beans here. Uh, so the junior college, junior college is uh, the National Junior College Athletic Association, NJCAA, is now jumping on board. And so the junior college system is is, is huge. And um, shout out to Mississippi. It has the best junior colleges when you're talking about sports, especially football. And so um, it's, a, it's, it's just spreading. So it's only a matter of time. The NCAA is just going to sit back and see what happens and then learn from everybody's mistakes. And then when they bring it on, it's just over. It's just going to be over. Yeah. So I'm excited about where it's going. Um, I'm happy to be, you know, to have my small part in it. Um, and you know, my big thing is just making sure these athletes are ready for life. You feel yes. me? So. Right. <clears throat> so who is your, who is your favorite, who's your favorite football player? And, um, other than your favorite football player, if you could train with any player, who would that be and why? Ooh, um, Growing up, my favorite football player was Deion Sanders. Um, then Randy Moss. Um, it kind of changes with the generation because it's like these cats, guys just making athletes better and better. Um, I don't really have a football. When I played, it was me. Let's just be honest. Like, <laughs> I don't understand why any player wouldn't save themselves. But uh, that's fake humility if they don't, if they're not their favorite. They either depressed or they fake humble. Yeah, you gotta be your favorite player. Um, now that I'm not playing, I got a couple of guys in college I love to watch. A couple of my guys that I actually work with, and I just call them friends, even though they're like 19 year old boys. If you, if you saw my call log, you think I have a bunch of little boyfriends? No, I don't. <laughs> um, but right now, yeah, I'm I mean. I kind of lean towards Jarvis Landry, Landry and Odell Beckham Jr. Just because, yeah. you know, we all from the same area. And so I kind of, mm -hmm. um, you know, I kind of lean towards them. Um, I wish they would do more as far as like stuff, but that's a whole nother topic for another day. Um, that's something that I have to sit down with them and talk about. Yeah. Right. So now. that's good, Steph. In your mentoring, and we know that you mentor a lot of girls, um, what are some of the things that you're hearing that the students need as far as in preparation to go to the collegiate level? Yeah, um, that's funny, Mama D. I actually, I actually attract more young men. Oh. I love, I love my girls. Uh -huh. Yeah, I love my girls and. I think I attract more young men because, um, you know, for one, I know what I'm talking about. For two, I don't sugarcoat nothing. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I think that's just the anointing and the grace I got on my life to be able to mentor young men without it turning into something horribly inappropriate, which a lot of coaches, you know, that that happens to coaches, men and women, um, happens to great coaches. Uh, you just got to keep integrity about yourself. And so, uh, it, these it's, it's funny. It's, it's never really, it's never really, um, they don't have athletic issues, right? Like if you got talent, you got talent. They don't have, um, they don't have physical issues. Cause if I showed you some of the, some of the kids, one of them, his first start, he broke an NCAA receiving record, had like 310 yards in the game, six touchdowns. He's over at Arkansas state that, that record wow. is still saying that like, you know, they don't have 
physical issues, right? It's it's the more mental things. So um, depression runs rampant in athletes yes. because we're asked to do so much um, and still be humans, still be be good students, you know, and still be um, responsive sons and daughters and good friends and all this stuff. So you pile all that and then you and then you pile the athletic performance that they have to have, right? So yeah. you got depression. Um, that's the big, one of the biggest ones. And also like identity. A lot of that comes from like not knowing and, and, and fusing yourself with your sport. Um, and it's just like, yo, how do you separate yourself in your sport, right? And so that those are a couple of issues and, and a couple of huge issues. And um, just a support system. Like mm -hmm. a lot of like you guys are are blessings, you know what I'm saying? Like everybody ain't got that. They just they don't. And I have friends who call me who have sons that play D, that are gonna be playing D1 here soon. And they're just like, well, Steph, what do you think? And yeah, I'm just like, keep doing. Like you are one in a million. Seriously, if we did the numbers, you y'all probably are mm -hmm. one in a million. Wow. Right. Everybody don't have that. Everybody ain't got that. Um, you know what I'm saying? So. Those are some of the issues, and then just not knowing, knowing, not knowing how to get exposure, not knowing now with the I, I hit a lot on the name, image, and likeness, or, or the NIL now um, because I am a lawyer, and so it's just they don't know. They they rushing to find agents, and it's like, bro, you ain't even played one snap. You heard somebody in Alabama making a million uh, mm -hmm. sponsorship dollars. They also right. in Alabama. If you ride the bench in Alabama, you can get sponsorships because it's Alabama. The eyes are on Alabama. Yeah. One day you're yeah. going to get in the game. You feel me? And so that is huge. That just adds more pressure on some of these cat, uh, cats. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, mm -hmm. it's like, keep doing whatever you did. That changed nothing. I just, yeah. if any of y'all dealing with that with kids, that literally changed nothing. Grow your brand. Social media is free. It's mm -hmm. all free pay. It's free to grow your brand on social media. I tell them that all the time. I don't care if you post what you eat. People love athletes. They love mm -hmm. athletes. They just do because athletes are physically, physical specimens. They do things that you could never do in a million years. Yada, yada, yada. Ish, boom, ba, all that stuff. Use that. Like, use it while you hot. Use it. Even if you don't go to the league or don't get all the sponsorships you want, you'll see that you you start attracting like uh, even in a small school, I went to I went to Tougaloo College. We still had a booster club with deep pockets. Yes, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, and while you're going to this dinner and this lunch and this brunch, get smoozy with the boosters. I'm not saying yes. go commit a bunch of heinous NCAA infractions, but what I'm saying is put yourself out there, put your brand out there. You know, that's free. And then when you start when the stuff you're doing in the dark, i.e. training and stuff comes to light when you get in the game, opportunity, preparation, boom. You feel me? Yeah. That's yeah. why I try to tell them all the time. Just Yeah, that's some good information. That's good. That's good. So you touched on depression, like all the mental stuff that's going on with athletes right now, like how, what do you tell your um, young men and women that you're mentoring about keeping their mind right? To, yeah. to, to staying in that good place mentally. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, well, I'm a woman of God. So here's the thing, you literally, you, and I, I don't want to get too, it is what it is. Go on, girl. You just, uh, you, I, I want to put this in layman terms without getting too, too deep, but you were literally, um, so I, I put it like this, right? When you pull a flower out of soil, when you pull a plant out of soil, it dies because it comes mm -hmm. from the soil. When you pull a fish out of the sea, what happens? It dies. It dies. If you tell a bird you can't fly no more and pull it out of the sky, what happens? It's going to die. It dies, right? All of these are what they, the, when God made the plants, he, they came up from soil. He made them from soil. When God made the fish, 
He made them from the sea. When God made the birds, the fowls of the air, he made it. When God made you, where do you come out of? The earth. Earth. No, no, no. From him. From him. Who is the source? Yeah, 126. Oh, okay, girl. Go on and get the scripture. You came from him first, right? Before he formed you, right. he, he mm -hmm. created you. So, mm -hmm. And he, he breathed um, life into us. Yeah, so and then he formed this body that you see. But he created you first, right? And so mm -hmm. the problem is when you get disconnected from him, what do you do? You die. Exactly. You die. And so what's happening is that a lot of athletes, and I can only say this because I, I it, this was me. They idol. They they make their sports an idol. They make their images an idol. Um, and it's hard not to as a as an athlete that everybody loves, right? Because people idolize you, and that's a scary place to be in. Because because now mm -hmm. you God, you you are God to them, and so that's too much for one human. And so I tell my guys, and I'm like, yo, if you come to me for advice, I'm going to give you the truth. If you go somewhere else, they probably going to tell you go to counseling. I've had one, one, one of my guys, he, um, we actually made a, a decision, even though he's going to be in the NFL one day. We made a decision for him to leave football right now. Just sit out. Because I tell him, I say, you got to pick yourself over your sport. And so all these issues he was having, it was weird. Um, he was not picking up runs. He, he's a running back, just gorgeous. And I'm, I'm a former NFL scout too. So I scout people. I just can't help it. I be in Walmart like, man, look at them calf muscles. Hot <laughs> <laughs> tight butt. Um, and so he got all the physical things. So his problem was not physical. I said, bro, you have spiritual issues. And I'm going to tell you what, we got to one, get you saved and delivered. Um, you have a depression. Depression seeks to kill you. It just is what it is. Mm. You ain't. It's gonna kill your destiny. It's trying to kill your dreams. It's trying to kill you. And if it can't kill you, it's, it wants you to kill yourself. So that's why you see a lot of depression coupled with suicide, right? And mm -hmm. so um, I talk. I'm saying we we just look. I gotta get you right. If I gotta take you, if if let's let's come up with a plan. Me and you, like I'm in this. These kids ain't paying me nothing. I'm like I'm in this. NFL is what we want. We know what I know what it takes to get there. And so you got to get this right first. And then we'll just keep working on your physical body. We'll just keep working because the physical body, he's he the kid ain't even 19. He 18. He already looked like he playing in somebody's, you know what I'm saying? He looked better than some of the NFL guys. It, this this ain't a physical. So those issues spill over. And they may not spill over today. They might spill over tomorrow. So they spill over. So I always deal with the mindset and the soul work first. And then we we can fix our football junk later. Right. Yep. That's good. That's good. Do you have any plans um, on working toward getting your um, sports agent license at all? Uh, yeah, I've been secretly working on some stuff. Ah. <laughs> What pops in? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, next uh, so short answer, yes. <laughs> oh, okay. That's good. Yeah, it's exciting. And expensive. Yeah, yeah, I heard it was expensive and that that test is a monster, I heard. Um to do. Now what what is your response when me and now, you know, back in the day it was cool or okay. But what is your response now when men ask you why you play football? When men ask me that, they don't never ask. That's funny. They don't be asking me that. They, I, I guess, I don't know. I'm just so used to guys and training with guys. Um, they just, when they see me and they see me on the field, they don't get no more questions. You know, maybe they had questions. <laughs> but they didn't have to. Yeah, they don't ask me now if it was on some disrespect when I was playing. I'd just be like, line up. Let's go. Wow. <laughs> Only one way to settle this. <laughs> That's how I was when I played basketball. You feel me? <laughs> like, so right now, they don't ask me that. I ain't going to I ain't gonna lie to you. Uh, who asked me that? Kawashika? Did you ask me mm -hmm. that? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. They don't, girl, they don't ask me that. Right. So do you think men object? women playing football or you know have you um other women experiencing that 
So here's the thing. <laughs> There's like the lingerie leagues, right? Um, you know what I did? This was years ago. I was at a bar and uh, I was with another lawyer. This is when I was in like law school. And so this dude like drunk or whatever, he was like, so do you play the, what did he say? He called some, he, the lingerie league or something like that. And um, I honestly, because the men that know me usually just take up for me, right? I couldn't even, I opened my mouth and the other dude voice came out. You know what I'm saying? He was taking up for me. Because like, I was going to have something smart to say. Um, I don't mind a couple of bar fights. I didn't mind a couple of bar fights. Now I'm just like, <laughs> Lord, bless him. bless him, Jesus, bless him. Um, but here's the thing, though, right? Um, and this is a problem in, I don't know if y'all heard, the culture. Mm-hmm. The culture, the Migos, all this stuff, the culture, yeah. for the culture mm-hmm. all the crap. Um, it's just it's a very misogynistic culture, right? Like I don't even put myself in those positions to be to be objectified or um to objectify myself. You know what I'm saying? Like people always they always deal with you how you come. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Time to, so yeah. Gotcha. I don't get objectified. So for the girls who wanna play yeah. for women's football league but they're concerned about pay how much money can a person or a girl make while playing the sport you not getting paid you gotta have some sponsors you gotta have a brand you you not getting paid you gotta have a brand and a second job it sounds like yes it's like the nfl was the NFL didn't start getting paid until probably like the seventies or so. Oh wow! So yeah, they, they just have kind of not know that. Yeah, they've I been around for that. probably like since the nineteen hundreds or something like that, playing hmm. football. Wow! So they just kind of was kind. It's kind of recreational when you're doing it as a girl. Oh uh, yeah, like- and then you have a franchise who it's just all about sponsorships. It's all about mm-hmm. building your brand and having sponsorships and going to a team that has a strong brand. Dallas has a team with a very strong brand. DC has a team with a strong brand. Uh, the big football cities have teams with strong brands. And so you got to go to the teams like that and, and get, you know, get sponsors. It all comes mm-hmm. back to using free social media to market mm-hmm. to who yeah. you are. You know what I'm saying? Your brand. Yeah. Gotcha. That's it. That's about branding yourself. Absolutely, in everything. I tell my Every- sister, bring yourself, girl. You get she getting a PhD right now in psychology. Uh, bring yourself. Yeah, people love a, a, a they love a, a good brand. So I'm preaching to myself too. So right, <laughs> we I, all could afford to put it out there more. Our stuff that we do. Absolutely, like y'all branded this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Can't yeah, we talk? I, I, I've been knowing about this. Did you? Oh, really? Really? Wow. That's amazing. So what do you th- so what do you think about it? <laughs> oh, I love it. I love the idea when I first heard about it. This was probably sometime was it last year or mm-hmm. year or uh, not year before, but early this year, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um your uh, the other your other hosts, we're we're kind of in some of the same entrepreneurial communities. Karen. Yeah, mm-hmm. Karen. Mm-hmm. Yep. Shout out to our visionary, Miss Karen. Yes. Karen, the creator, yeah. the whole nine yards. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. Karen first. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I love it. I love it. I love it. Let me know if y'all ever gonna start doing. <clears throat> I'm moving more doing stuff with parents and stuff because that's a huge. You know what I'm saying? That's a huge issue that the kids having. Like they're still children, so they only going their vision goes as far as the parents' vision goes a lot of times. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you know what I'm saying? That's a good point. We can, we can collab, ladies. True. Yeah, that'll be good. <laughs> absolutely. Okay. I got chills on that. That's I know. Mm-hmm. Get JQ to set it up. Mm-hmm. Go and get JQ to set it up. Yes. Well, mm-hmm. we thank you so much, Steph, for coming on. You made us laugh. Absolutely. Back. You took us back, girl. You took us back. Listen, listen. So, did you have anything else you wanted to let us know? And make sh- and also shout out your uh, 
your website if you have a website that you know the followers can go to as well oh yeah 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 um i'm working on a website right now but uh you can follow me on instagram i am steph jackson uh, i will tell you for those of you who do play wide receiver or have children who play um, wide receiver or you have young children I just dropped my um, catching manual. It's a four-step manual called No More Drops. Literally, I reverse engineered how to catch a football. Why? Because that's something I'm good at. Um, probably caught a million balls in my entire life. And so that's, that'll get you to the league. It'll get you scholarships. Uh, you, you probably got the sloppiest route running in the world, but if you catch every time they throw it. <laughs> it don't matter. <laughs> it don't matter. Yeah, so hit that link in my Instagram and it's only like 10 bucks, 10 bucks to never drop another ball in your life. Oh, that's good. That's good. Oh, that's a nice. Oh, wide receiver slots too, right? Yeah, the same. Mm -hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. Slot, outside, tight end, whoever they asking you to catch. Look at you knowing the positions. Both our sons, yeah. I mean, they both play slot. So when you say, I'm like, that's what KD played. Okay. Well, what team they on so I can watch? Yes. USC. He's number 21. Uh, mm -hmm. KD. Okay. So, um, I was trying to look what she say so I could text it. <laughs> no doubt. Hey, yo. Just hit me up on Instagram. Okay. You got, I don't care what you got. You got questions. Uh, he out of USC, so he getting some good looks. You know he, what I'm saying? The, and this is his last year, so absolutely. Yes, we we're gonna do, we're gonna come out on top. Trust and believe that. I yeah, yeah. If you got any questions, uh, -huh. I won't even invoice you. Just, just, just hit me. <laughs> I got okay. you. Yes, ma'am. Absolutely. And my son. And I see your son. Of, he's at University of Kansas. He's uh, number eighteen. But right now. Mm -hmm. He's a red shirt freshman, but we have decided Jordan is going to have surgery in a couple of weeks. Okay. He has a torn labrum in his hip, kind of like from a growth spurt. So he hadn't been even touching the field, but yeah. But he's oh, he the trained. right time to do it then. That's yeah, he's time. he's gone. It's like a waste of time to just be standing there. They just had a coaching change. And so we, yep. we're going to go ahead and we talk to the trainer. We're going to go ahead and. Just let him have surgery, get recovery, because he's able to play on it, but he's not a hundred percent. So we don't want to do that. And like he, yeah, yeah. he a hard worker. He already trains with um, a big time um, receiver coach. He's been training since he was nine. Katie trained with him too. Her son, he, he trains with nice. David Robinson. David okay. trains um, Dez and Antonio Brown, Emmanuel Sanders. Everybody in the league almost at this point is training with him. So well, let's get it. Okay, do your thing. If y'all need me, I'm here. Yeah, yeah. They, they, that, that, they just. Um, I know he's gonna be excited when he see this because I always act like I can play football against him and be like, I got somebody who can. I'm gonna have somebody come line up with you, buddy. Let's go, baby. <laughs> Take him down. Let's get it. Hey, they call mine little Jerry Judy. They call him little Judy. Cause he run really good routes. That ain't they, bad. Are, they, compare, they compare him to him big time. They call him little Judy. Man, let's get it. <laughs> Listen, if y'all ever need anything from me, message me. Uh, you know what okay. I'm saying? I don't have the uh, concept of time. So I'd be up like, yeah, I just followed you a while ago on both, on both my pages on my personal and my fashion page. You see some dresses and gowns and all that. That's me. Let's go. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Well, okay. we enjoyed having you today Absolutely. and we, we hope to have you God back bless. on soon and and we appreciate all the information you shared with us. Absolutely. God bless each and every one of you. I'm here. Hit me on IG. Let's get it. Let's get to work. All right, everybody. Thank, thank, thank you, Steph, for showing up to the show. You were amazing. You were really good. You had us laughing. She yeah, so by the way, if, guys. yeah, if anybody has um wants to be a sponsor or have a story they would like to tell, um or, or want to be a guest on the show, contact us at can we talk sports at gmail.com. Um, if you have a sponsor, you know, if you have a, a business you want to promote or you know, get on the show, whatever, just let us know. Like for me, I'm icy. 
of Icy Fashion. I'm a fashion designer. If you need your evening gowns made, prom, wedding dresses, custom clothing, birthday, whatever, come get at your girl. Follow me at Icy Fashion Clothing. Right. Well, you guys, you know what's next? Big Mama. Big Mama. Big Mama, we What's going on, Big Mama? Oh, okay. you better Big have Mama, the. Big Mama, what you wearing? <laughs> Big Mama, Big Mama, take your glasses off. We gotta make sure it's you. Yeah, we don't see that who that who that ain't on there today. <laughs> yeah, is that a cowboy's hat, Big Mama? And you look actually cute in that blue and silver. So cute. It's your colors, <laughs> Big Mama. Look at the way she's playing with <laughs> you know that's right. You gonna switch Go over? Boys. You ready to switch over now? <laughs> Baby, I will never <laughs> switch over. All right, ladies. What a great interview with Steph. Uh Big Mama has made this pack that uh whatever the boys win. She's gonna wear a little paraphernalia. So this is what I got for you tonight. Baby, I promise you, I won't be wearing this the whole ways. <laughs> it won't be like this always. All right, so ladies, it is good to be here. Just got a few things for you. I know time is far spent, so Big Mama won't hold out your time. But what Big Mama is gonna need you to listen up, we're real good. So I can go on and tell you about these things. So the um only because the Cowboys won do I have it. But uh, it is, uh, uh, it's just so much happening. Like I said, superstition. We, my who that lost on Sunday, my Superdome caught on fire today. That's because we over there practicing in the stadium. That's what the what? problem, I, told, I knew something was going to get on us. Oh, my, 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 my. But anyway, let me go ahead and get started. So, ladies, I have about two, three things for you tonight, real, real quick. Um, Anthony Davis, AD, the Los Angeles Laker, number three, my boo, he got married this weekend. So, congratulations to the Davises on their wedding for the weekend. He uh, he showed out with new addition. He can't quit his day job or his night job, whichever one he has. He he, mm -mm, that's not his forte. But anyway, congratulations to the Davises on their wedding. Um, the second thing I want to talk about real quick, uh, Deshaun Watson. You know, should I, should Deshaun Watson, quarterback down in Houston. Um, he has a few little allegations going on, has some little situations. So right now he is on a paid leave. But the other, uh, the starting quarterback, uh, Taylor, he got injured, so everybody was whispering, oh, is Deshaun coming back? Is Deshaun going to do this or what's going to happen? Well, because Deshaun is on paid leave and is really ready to go, he said, I'll never play for the Texans again. So we don't know what's going to really happen down there for the Texans on this coming up week. If the, he's going to uh, – well, we know he is not going to play. So it's Deshaun, Big Mama just want to talk to you real, real good. So come real close and listen. Take care of your business. Uh, you can pay whether you play or whether you don't play. So get your money, stack your chips, but handle this issue. Get the law off your back. Whatever these allegations, if you need to fight them, you need to do it. Take care of that. I'm praying for you, wishing you the best because um, you're innocent till proven guilty. It don't look good, but hey, you are innocent until proven guilty. So I encourage you to keep going through the processes to do what needs to be done. My last thing, real good, I want to talk to you about your character. So to those sports parents out there, character, 
uh, back in the day, they used to have this little thing called character counts. It actually does. It is your character that will get you to some places. Uh, so many are, are athletes, uh, your, uh, your skill and your ability, your agility, yes, that is very important. But if you are not coachable, don't nobody want to play with you. Don't want nobody want you to play for them. Don't nobody want to mess with you. So I want you to work on your character, even in high school, junior high. Know that your character is, is, is who you are when no one is looking. That's what it is. So that's all Big Mama has for you this week. Who that, baby? Who that? Don't worry about this right here. It ain't going to be like this always. That's it, ladies. <laughs> it's the boys. Cowboys. Them boys. They came mama. on through with the win. All right, guys. Wait. Thank y'all for tuning in on the Can We Talk Sports. Listen, don't forget to share, tag, subscribe to YouTube. Everybody have a good Thank night. You. Good night. Bye. Bye. Bye.